0: Before we get to our show, here is a podcast we think you're going to love.
1: Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate Cage cast, where we discuss the movies and life of the national treasure, Nick Cage. My name is Linda, and every week I'll be joined by my brother Donnie and my best friend Adrian.
2: There are three of us here, and I can't help but notice that
1: none of us are Nicolas Cage. Did nobody call him? What? A Cage cast with no Nick Cage? What the shit's going on here? No, instead of being Nicolas Cage, we're three Nicolas Cage experts, which is the next best thing. I don't think we should admit to being experts. Too late. Unlike other Cage podcasts, we want you to participate. If you've seen Nick Cage out in the wild or have any other fun Nick Cage stories, we want to hear it. If you have any real life dilemmas, we want you to send them in.
2: We are not experts at anything. We are not life coaches, and we are not in any way, shape, or form qualified to give
1: you suggestions on life choices. But Nick Cage is, and he's made hundreds of life choices. We'll try to glean any wisdom we can from Nick Cage's character we're discussing that week to help you with your situation.
2: Seriously, I cannot stress enough just how much you should not take our advice. But we're experts. No, seriously, we're not experts.
1: Yes, but we will be reviewing his first acting gig as Nicholas Coppola, Best of Times, which features a young and very precious Crispin Glover.
2: And his work in Fast Times at Ridgemont High.
1: And his work in My Nightmares. Please subscribe and join us every week on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, PodCoin, YouTube, or our website, CagesKids.com. We're experts.
2: We're not experts. All right. Yep. That was the problem. Hello? I'm supposed to plug it in.
0: Hello, How many
2: podcasts do we start
0: this way? Oh god, I don't want to know. How do
2: you plug this in? How do I turn the little knobby things and make it louder?
0: Hello. Welcome. Welcome.
2: (laughs) This is an extra special Patreon bonus
0: episode. We're so glad you paid money for this. We really are. We hope you are as well. We need those dollars. We really do. They keep us hanging on. They certainly keep this podcast hanging on. Um... Everyone, tell Samantha that she should take some Patreon money for gas money. Because she has to drive to my house every week, and it's far. It's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, well, also, we get these dollars.
2: as <laughs> something that they could go towards. People in our Facebook group, well, I say people as if it's more than one person. One person recommended using Patreon money to buy polar water, as if we haven't done that before. But I appreciated the... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not something we regularly do. No, that's true. I, You know what? But maybe we'll start. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll get a subscription. Yes, I hope that's a thing. And it just shows up. That but would be a lo- Oh, my God. That would be lovely. Polar. Here, here we are coming up with good ideas for companies again for free. We really need to stop. We really should. So, perhaps you can tell that I'm at a little bit of the end of my rope. And I think part of that is that I'm a bad person. Mental space. Because last night, I watched a documentary called Behind the Curve. <laughs> Samantha, you chose to do this. Samantha had already seen it. I wanted to see it. Okay, and it's I thrown like me into a huge moral quandary. Part of the problem
2: is not only did you watch this documentary, but then you went on Twitter and like spent I don't know how many hours
0: looking for Flat Earth memes. Not that long. And one second is too long. But too long. I was just like, oh, what comes up with the hashtag Flat Earth? And there was a lot of like, That is where you went horribly wrong. It was a lot of wake up the sheeple. The moment you
2: put your finger on that pound
0: key, yeah. you made a grave mistake. And Don't look
2: up flat earth hashtags.
0: I think that's just... I was a little bit live tweeting me watching the documentary. And at the end, I was like, looking at these flat earth memes it makes me want to cry. And then someone retweeted that. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> that's Lenny Briscoe howling in despair in the background oh who retweeted that i would be interested to know cuz i do not value my time and then i looked and then it was someone who like doesn't who's like main bio right this is the thing they define their existence on this globe <laughs> how they define their existence on this globe is that they are researching the fact that the boston marathon bombing is a false flag It's
2: a simulation meant to deceive the public, I believe was their bio.
1: I don't know if that's like
2: their hobby or their profession. Also, this person is in Canada, and I'm just going to say I expect better. That's true. I didn't realize they were
0: Canadian. I expect better from Canada.
2: Also, I'm just not sure what they meant in retweeting your tweet. I don't know. Did they think
0: think you were a flat earther? I think so. Were they doing it unironically? I think so, because there was lots of flat earth, pro flat earth things. But I don't understand how me saying, looking at flat earth memes makes me want to (laughs) cry. Maybe they thought like, at the beauty? Maybe. Or maybe it makes you
2: want to cry because your eyes have been opened to the truth.
0: Or maybe they were just like, good, take it. Take the pain (laughs) of learning the truth. You've realized that the heliocentric mainstream media's we're, we're, we're glo- gl- lies or globers is what people in the flat earth documentary kept saying i thought it was globe heads or is that someone i may have heard that somewhere else you know i might it's probably both i'm probably i'm sure they have lots of nicknames. derogatory
2: terms for those people. of us who believe in the globe earth conspiracy <laughs>
0: okay here's my moral quandary before we start all right really breaking down this is your documentary. only moral quandary no or but just it's the first of many it's the main moral quandary. When is it acceptable to make fun of someone for their beliefs? I think that is the question
2: this documentary is asking. And it's, they do seem to have a thesis at the end about, you know, not excluding people and pushing people to the fringe, but then most of the documentary
0: is like subtly making fun of these people. Yes. So I'm not really sure what to think. I'm not sure that the documentary makes a cohesive point on that. I think maybe it pretends that it does. While also ridiculing yes. these people. Yes, I think it spends a long time conveniently editing them to look foolish, and then, which it, admittedly at, is probably not that hard. No, but then at the end is like, oh, making fun of people is not the way to engage them. Right. But also, <laughs> which I don't necessarily disagree with. But. but then also, the like last bit of the movie is like a slam dunk <laughs> making fun of them. <laughs> like they go into this like almost. Poetic montage about respect and different ideas, and da 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 da. Right, and how there's
2: global implications for
0: this misinformation. And and then it's like, oh, by the way, you're fucking wrong. But bam! End of documentary. (laughs) (laughs) So then I was thinking about all the stuff that bothered me in it that I wanted to talk about today. And then I was like, is that, what is the, is it appropriate for me to be like, this makes, it made me very uncomfortable to watch. I have a lot of questions about how the flat earth theory even works. As do we all. But then I was just like, is that really fair? I think th- asking those questions is perfectly fair. Okay, I but know. I also have, like, meaner questions. <laughs> right? Like, I also, I, I like...
2: There my- are people in this documentary that I think I don't feel bad ridiculing. It will probably get to who they are. Yeah. And then there's other people where you're like... <sighs> I don't know. It's it's a hard one. It's a hard question to answer. I'm not really sure. Because you want to have compassion for people. And all the people that they talk to in the documentary who are on the side of science, who say, don't push these people to the fringes, they make good points. And I'm on board with it. But I'm also... It's also the Earth is round. Yeah, and <laughs> some of the things these people say are just ludicrous. And it's, yeah, it's hard to know... Okay, two are we contributing to the problem by
0: mocking these people? Two things come to mind. One is that I find this very different than anti-vax. And a couple points in the documentary believing the Earth was flat and being anti-vax are kind of conflated, and I'm sure there's lots of people who believe both of those things. But I would see anti-vax as actively harmful and believing that the Earth is flat, harmless.
2: Right, I think they are on two different levels now. But a lot of people in the documentary are, are both, which, and I feel like that's probably true for a lot of people who believe in flat Earth, because I think we've talked about this before. If you don't only believe the Earth is flat, right? You that's get not your there, only conspiracy theory. No one goes from right. zero to the Earth is flat, despite what Mark Sargent <laughs> would have us believe.
0: So you- to him, I think it's like the gateway drug <laughs> of conspiracies. But there's no, it's not. There's absolutely no way. Um, but but just. So okay, so um, so, would I be? Am I mean about the anti-vax belief? Yes. But I just see that as very different. No one is going to die because people think the Earth is flat. People honestly do die because of anti-vax positions. So I see that as very different things. At
2: the same time, and maybe this is jumping to the ahead a little bit, at the very end, there's one of the psychologists that sort of associate and draws connections between believing that the Earth is flat and denying larger problems like climate change. Right. And how when that starts to spread, which it is, these people become very easy to manipulate by right. by the powers that be that have a stake in us not believing that in climate change. You know what I mean? So it's like, is it totally harmless? I don't know. But then, how do you combat that? Right. And these aren't questions we're going to answer, obviously.
0: And then it, it almost gets into, like, a spiritual aspect. Like, if you believe that the Earth is flat because that's your interpretation of the Bible, like... <laughs> just very sticky. I feel like I was like wrestling with this in my sleep. Like, if you're making fun of someone for believing the Earth is flat, because that's like a biblical interpretation, like, are you making fun of their religious beliefs at that point? And, and well, like, how do I here's feel about my, that? Here is my well. Here is my question: As someone who
2: is not religious at all, but yeah. was raised in the Christian faith, yeah, what evidence do they point to in the Bible that says the Earth is flat? I don't, I, okay. well, how do they draw that conclusion? It, I mean, it depends on how we could look I, I into it. I realize you could interpret lots of things, I realize you can interpret lots of things in lots of different ways, but
0: part of the problem, problem is understand. that in the creation of the Earth, in the, like, seven days where God is creating stuff, he doesn't mention... That it's a globe? That he's mentioned, that he's creating, like, the universe and space and other planets sure, and shit. Sure, sure. Which it's... But that doesn't mean it's
2: not a globe. Just because he didn't say, and then I made it a globe, (laughs) doesn't mean it
0: wasn't. He also doesn't say, and then I made it flat. I saw some meme that pointed to something. I'm sure we could find it. I think it depends, but it depends on, like, everything in the Bible. It depends on interpretation. It's open to interpretation.
2: Like, I almost understand the denial of dinosaurs more than I under... The biblical denial of reasons behind denying that the dinosaurs existed more than I understand... Well, yeah, because there's fossils, but I, I almost understand that more than than the flat Earth interpretation of the Bible, because yeah, Noah two by two, right? How do you fit the dinosaurs on there? I don't know. Look like, at that! I can't. Liz is just Liz is clearly exhausted. I think I've been
0: thinking about this
2: too much. I know. Look, we are not. Psychologists. We are not philosophers. No. We are just humble podcasters talking to a group of people who are
0: not flat earthers. So, you know, maybe we're overthinking it. I mean, I overthink pretty much everything except when we decided to make a podcast. That might have been the first thing in my life I did not overthink. It's really true. (laughs) We were just like, yeah, let's just do it. Sure, why not? It can't be that hard. (laughs) Uh, But but (laughs) But everything else, I'm like,
2: oh, but if you look at it this way. Maybe it's just enough to point out to our listeners that we're going to try and walk the line between compassion and comedy. And go, but the
0: earth is so round.
2: Yes. And I feel like this documentary is guilty of ridiculing these people. And then at the end saying, don't ridicule these people. So, yes, we're just working with what we got. That's also true. Should we jump into it because I have like sixteen pages of notes? Yeah, I was
0: I was like, Oh, I'll watch it tomorrow to take notes on this, Samantha. And she was like, Don't bother. I've got it covered. As usual, Samantha, best student in the world, has got
2: Part of the issue with this documentary is that there's just so many quotes that you need to hear word for word. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And we so we start with this question. Yeah. Where are we? And I just wrote, Flat Earther scoffs at science. And we're actually in a planetarium. So, the very first person we meet in this documentary, there's a few characters that we sort of follow throughout. Right. And it's Mark Sargent. He's he, kind of the lead, you I You don't would know say. who Mark Sargent is. He's sometimes called the father of flat earth. Obviously, he's not because the flat earth philosophy has been around for millennia. I mean,
0: but, before
2: any other type
0: of philosophy, really.
2: But he is one of the people that helped maybe... You could probably credit him with as being the person that got
0: popularized this. it. Yes. In the modern day. So... I mean, I wish I didn't know who that was. A mere 24 hours ago, I didn't know who that your was. Your life was
2: better. And my life was my 24 hours ago. And I was
0: really sitting on my couch going, man, I must really fucking love these patrons. Because so, now my brain is dissolving.
2: If you aren't wa- going to watch the documentary along with us, Mark wears a lot of khaki pants and t-shirts that say, I am Mark Sargent. Or ask
0: me about Flat Earth.
2: Which, that one under, I understand. I don't really understand why he feels the need to go around telling everyone who he is.
0: I think because he, he's very okay. narcissistic. He is, like, in love with the level of fame he has achieved by making YouTube videos about how the Earth is flat. And the, the fa- idea that people are, like, happy to meet him and want to, like, give him stuff and have their picture taken with him, it blows this nerd's mind. And I don't even know if he fucking believes in a flat Earth anymore or if he even would give a shit. If he wasn't achieving this level of notoriety, that he is clearly like. He's reveling in it. Yes. He's like obsessed with himself because he's achieved this weird fame. Yep. Which is why I'm going to start wearing a t shirt that says, I am Liz Walker. <laughs>
2: People like, good for you? People be like, understand.
0: that's a super common name, and also, who cares?
2: I am Jill Smith. Okay, so he takes us to the beach, where he describes the Earth as a huge stage, and shows us the Seattle skyline, which, according to him, we wouldn't be able to see if the Earth was flat. That just isn't true. It's very close. I don't understand why you can't see anything beyond
0: the Seattle skyline, <laughs> like... What I found frustrating about this documentary is that it didn't, it seems like it puts, you hear a lot of these flat earth arguments, and there are scientific reasons that debunk them, but you never hear, like, the flat earth response to, like, them being debunked. Do you know what I mean? Like, Do you think the flat earth response to them being debunked is just, you're lying?
2: Yeah, probably. Just putting your fingers in your ears and going, la, 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 <laughs> la.
0: I don't know. But that... See, I don't know. Like, when he's That's like, true, oh... That's true. They're not given the opportunity. Oh, what You wouldn't be able to see Seattle if the Earth was round. If someone, like, came out and explains, like, why you can see it, like, what is his response to that? I found that frustrating. Anyway, go on.
2: Yeah, and I was trying to look through in my notes where someone... One of the scientists, because we do have a lot of scientists that appear in this documentary, kind of addresses that, but we'll get to it when we get to it. So, he also draws us a helpful diagram in the sand about how... You wouldn't be able to see something if the earth was round and it was on the other side, except it's wildly not to scale. So, Mark, okay. Yeah,
0: I think it might be the size of the globe that is making it seem like you see out to the... If the earth was flat, though, wouldn't the horizon be even longer? That was my question. Like, wouldn't I be able to see much further away? Wouldn't
2: your argument to him be, well, I can't see anything beyond
0: Seattle? Can't I get up on something really tall and see Tokyo? (laughs) Right? right? Because it's on the other side of the fucking globe. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand. So uh, we. Um, I was waiting for an explanation about seasons and different hemispheres. Yeah. What is there? How do they address Did that? I think it, they see it's a simulation. Uh,
2: what? <laughs> it's a, I think that's what they would say. Depending on what camp Flat Earth you're in, I think you would say,
0: well, it's a simulation. This makes me wonder cry. Liz is going to have a migraine by okay. the end of this. here's a question for you, though. When you were in school, were you told that we had different seasons because of how far the Earth was from the sun? I honestly don't remember what I was told about the seasons. Because that, we were told that, and that's not true. It's the tilt of the Earth. Interesting. It's not the the, the orbit. Do you think that was just a
2: shortcut? <laughs> and they're like, the kids aren't going to remember this anyway, so we'll no, just tell them. No, I just them. think it was just, like,
0: weirdly wrong information that got like, passed down, you know? Weird. I would be interested to know what our patrons were told about the seasons. Well, yeah, were you told that? Because if you think about it, then the, the, the hemispheres wouldn't have opposite seasons. Right, that's true. So it doesn't actually make any sense. Interesting.
2: Okay, so Mark's mom uh, appears in this documentary. She's seems kind of bad for this woman. I know. Somewhat skeptical, but she's also open to the idea of a flat Earth. I
0: think I almost interpreted that more as like, look, this is the only thing that's brought mice on any measure of success. So I'll humor him. I yeah. really felt like she was just humoring him.
2: And also, he's sitting right next to her. They're going to be on a documentary. I feel like she didn't want to
0: say something that would embarrass. I'm sure she's, like, proud her son is the subject of a documentary. Sure. Is she going to be like, no, obviously my son's a fool? No, of course not. She's a good mom, right? Like, <laughs> Right. I, that would have been great, though, if she had just dunked on him. That would be wonderful. <laughs> if she was like, yeah, Mark, how come I can't see Tokyo from my house? <laughs> I don't understand. Where's the Eiffel Tower? Can sort of, can of I just, on him later. Can I just we'll get look to out and see something really tall?
2: So, Mark talks about his journey to becoming a flat earther, which apparently involved some very convincing YouTube videos in which some guy who claims to have been a contract artist for NASA says that he was at a quote, high level NASA party, unquote, where they told him that GPS devices don't work in Antarctica because the Earth is flat. And this is where the documentary, but then makes fun of it because they show this like animation where there's a little sign that says high level NASA party.
0: Yeah, all of the animations are cruel, basically. I mean, they're not respectful, certainly. I mean, they're funny. They're funny. But for a documentary that the end is like, don't make fun of these poor morons. (laughs) Respect them. It's like, you haven't been. Right. Why are you telling me that? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, also... Everyone in Flat Earth hates NASA and thinks NASA's a bunch of liars. So, why would they believe this guy? Great question. Well, they believe that NASA's lying to him. He was a former contract
2: artist. He also, he didn't work for NASA. He was like a contractor who was contracted by NASA. I think he's compromised. Because some, like a subcontracting situation.
0: I think he's compromised by his connection to NASA. <laughs> Maybe.
2: Mark claims that he started out trying to debunk Flat Earth. Sure, he did, Mark. But he was just too convinced by the evidence. Um, he says that he looked at the flat earth theories for months. Seven.
0: I think he said seven months. Yep, that's and how he long just he just sat it. up in the night and was like, no, it's flat. Like, he just had this, like, revelation moment. I'm skeptical about the story, but okay, Mark. Um, um, this is also troubling. <laughs> Mark is a, an intense person, but he has the gift of the gab. He he's a nerd, and he clearly got to very passionately involved in things, which I can sort of relate to. Though I would have burned out on this flat Earth thing a long time ago. We learned that at one point he was known for making his own fireworks, and then That's later just a one sentence thrown out there, <laughs> and that later he was a digital pinball champion. Both of those things make total sense. So absolutely. he's found this world that he can rule because unlike many, I think your stereotypical idea of a nerd is that they're they're shy, they're introverted, they don't like talking to women, you know, like they're hiding in a basement somewhere. This guy is very social. He wants to get out. He wants to spread the word of flat earth so he can he can rule over the rest of the oh, flat earth.
2: yes, he loved being a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, boo, boo, boo. Oh, so then we are introduced to this idea of no nonstop flights in the Southern Hemisphere, which is, like, the first thing that convinced Mark that the Earth was flat. Because it's almost like there's he, a lot of
0: ocean in the Southern Hemisphere, and also, also there are also nonstop there are flights. flights in the I Southern mean, there Hemisphere. there are flights, perhaps not as many yeah but they're they are
2: he, so he claims that he like pulled up the flight app tracker and just stared at it for, for like, like a month a month straight and he never saw any flights but then we we're introduced to our first scientist this is Hanalore Gerling Dunsmore I maybe pronounced her name wrong she had awesome purple hair she's an astrophysicist from Caltech and they play her mark's video in which he talks about there being no flights in the southern hemisphere and she says this is really something. And then she pulls up the flight tracker app herself and says, this is a very easy test to perform. Look at this plane. Where, is, to where it is it going? In two
0: seconds. She's like, what? where's this guy going? Looks like the Southern Hemisphere to me. Where'd this plane come from? Could it be the Southern Hemisphere? So this theory is debunked very quickly. But uh, does this relate to people who don't believe there's an Australia? Uh, what? Yeah. They don't believe that Australia exists? Yes. Hello, Australian listeners. There are people. Why? Maybe because because if there is an Australia, that wrecks some of these flat Earth theories. Because there's no
2: Southern Hemisphere if the Earth is flat? Yeah. I don't... My head hurts. I don't Mac know. I was, was going but I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole. Matt was
0: telling me that there are people who believe there isn't an Aust- Australia, and if you've ever met someone from Australia, they are an actor. <laughs> That, okay. that there is no... Hi, like, Australians. You don't exist. Where did the kangaroos come from?
2: Well, see, and those adorable little wallaby things. See how weird that sounds? There's no way that's real. <laughs> of course, it's a, a, a <laughs> massive government cover-up. Why? Yeah. What does the government... This what do the globalists benefit from for having a secret continent? They can. That's where they can send people?
0: I don't know if they exist, then they can't send them there. I'm so confused. I don't know what benefit there is in faking that the earth is a globe either. That was my question like this whole time. Like why? 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 When we why? were in high school, when we were learning how to write your fucking five paragraph essay, right? Oh, right. With, like a thesis. Statement. A
2: thesis, an introduction, the body, the conclusion. If you
0: didn't really have a uh thesis, the teacher would write, so what, on it? Like, you weren't making a bigger point, right? Like, you had a... Right, what is the flat earth thesis? So then I was like... So the whole time I was just thinking, so what? Like, why bother? You wanted to get out your red pen. Yeah. Give them all a C minus. What is the bigger... Why?
2: Minus 10 for not having a thesis. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't... I still don't know. I don't... Maybe we never will. Okay, so we also meet a couple other people here. I, I made an effort at the beginning of this to write down all of the names of the people who appear, and then I would forget their names as the documentary went on, so forgive me. Yeah, Okay, fine. so we meet a professor of psychology, a physicist. We meet Scott Kelly, the astronaut, who says, quote, I can't believe I'm talking about this.
0: He says that the You and first, me both, Scott Kelly. The first time that he heard about Flat Earth, he was in space, <laughs> which is a mind-blowing- idea. Can you imagine being up there in space? He's in literal fucking space, right? He probably had a dream as a child, like, oh, I would love to be an astronaut and go to space. And for him, that dream actually came true. And he's floating in space. <laughs> looking at the globe. Looking at the globe out a little window going, oh, man, I can't believe I finally did it. And then someone's like, hey, do you have anything to say to the flat earthers? And he goes, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Just gonna vent the spaceship right now i'm sorry are you talking about that globe <laughs> that i see right there that everyone has seen pictures of they're fake liz but why artists why? made those why bother also what a talented artist yeah greatest artist of all time yeah, they can simulate the whole globe liz they can simulate
2: the moon they can simulate a whole continent australia that doesn't exist
0: well also yeah the moon is unreal. that's a hologram yep okay so we
2: also it's all falling apart. tim urban is a science writer who appears a lot in this documentary you'll probably quote a lot uh he says they are wacky yet they find this audience these are fairly normal people at least some of them there is this phenomenon now that there's so many people like at one point someone talks about having a facebook group with fifty three thousand people in it and yeah do some people Who join these groups doomed to
0: mock flat earthers? Yeah, but not enough. Not nearly enough. And people like Shaq believe the earth is flat. So people who have access to wealth and power and you would think knowledge. Yeah. Go, you know what? I think the earth is flat. And I go, huh. And a a little piece of me dies for some reason. Let's just have a moment of silence for all the brain cells
2: we lost while watching this.
0: Honestly, I think my brain hurt
2: watching it. Mark Sargent spends a few minutes talking about how he gets recognized
0: in public. Which is his absolute favorite thing.
2: It probably has something to do with the fact that he walks around with a shirt with his name on it.
0: Which I'm going to start doing to promote the podcast. (laughs) And no one will ever recognize me.
2: Next, we meet someone who I think is probably Liz's favorite character in this documentary. This is Nathan Thompson, who we meet while he is bouncing a ping pong
0: ball and a sledgehammer. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, this was my... I'm going to start calling him Nathan the Brain Thompson. What do you think about that?
0: Um, This is someone that I don't have a moral quandary about whether we should be nice to. I'm fine with being fucking mean to this asshole because he's an asshole.
2: Yeah, he reveals himself to be anti-Semitic later on and all kinds
0: of BS. He's a so. transphobe. He thinks the, the government is trying to turn us all trans for some reason. What reason? It's not clear. But it is the Jews' fault. He was clear about that. So, yeah, knowing that... Can you imagine a documentary comes to interview you and you're like, great, let me go get two sledgehammers and a (laughs) ping pong ball because I know exactly what I want to be filmed doing. This is going to show everyone how smart I am. That is the reaction of not even a 12-year-old boy, like an 8-year-old boy. (laughs) would be like, look what I can do! I can bounce a
2: ping pong ball on a sledgehammer while I recite all of the states. Which is apparently a brain exercise he does because he says, five years ago I started doing this whole brain power program which involves bouncing balls and hammers, working on my penmanship, working on my memory. Working on my penmanship. And then six years ago
0: my brain coach told me, Nathan, you gotta look into flat earth. Nathan, this brain power thing... It ain't fucking working. Let me tell ya. You might want to switch to some sort of antioxidant smoothies or something. <laughs>
1: Look, you, go you, find
0: some other MLM because this was not. Yeah, this this scheme has suckered you, and you are not smarter. Do some crosswords. That's really? what I would recommend. You can become a brain coach and just tell people to bounce hey, okay. ping pong balls. And Samantha and I are now brain coaches. You can access our elite knowledge at the new Patreon tier of one hundred dollars a month, and we will You'll give be you so smart, and we'll give you just wisdom. We'll send you wisdom each month for one hundred dollars. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, brain brain coaching, whole level.
2: brain power
0: program. Yeah, mm-hmm. look that up on Instagram. I'm sure it's there. And um, it's not just going to be us writing down riddles we found on popsicle sticks. Like it's no, going to be like really smart. No, so. it's
2: not just going to be us telling you to do Sudoku.
0: Okay,
2: <laughs> and that you no, should come it's over. It's going to be way more. Yeah, smart than yeah. That. yeah. Absolutely. You definitely want that from me. Nathan says, the more I researched it, the more I realized that the biblical cosmology is a geocentric cosmology. Then I realized why they're hiding the truth. They don't want anyone to know anything. They want people dumb so they can inject you with their vaccines and their public schooling and their heliocentric model, which is basically sun forced sun worship. I almost
0: got the whole quote out. A friend of mine in college actually started like a sun worshiping club and
2: Sounds nice. Mm. We
0: would meet on the quad. All of that might be how you get skin cancer.
2: To Make to sure you're wearing SPF if you're going out to do your sun worship. Yeah. Um, Forced sun
0: worship. They're going to inject you with their vaccines and <sighs> their public schooling. Please get vaccinated. And also, I realize our public school system is very underfunded and flawed, but also, goddamn, stay in school. <laughs> Please.
2: So public school teachers are heroes and doing the best they can, and you're gonna get a better education going to public school than bouncing a ball on a Sledgehammers, sledgehammers. I was like, oh, you're homeschooled. You don't say. Hmm. Uh,
0: Shocking. I don't think the person that homeschooled you was qualified to do so.
2: Yeah. So also, Nathan is a little bit manic and the cameraman kind of like follows him around and you can tell his brain is just going like his brain is that ping pong ball. It's just bouncing from one thing to another. And he also is loving being on camera. So we're walking along and he turns around and he goes, you know, they made up the dinosaurs. And the cameraman goes, who? And he goes, people in the school system to perpetuate this six billion
0: year old earth. I love the idea that teachers are so powerful. Teachers who, like, can't have to buy tissues and bring them to their own classroom. Who have to work a second job to pay for healthcare? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh no, a kid stole a marker. That's going to have to come. I'll have to buy more out of my own pay. Uh, But they, yeah, can invent dinosaurs. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, mom, public school teacher. Thanks a lot, big public school. Public enemy number one, my mom <laughs> inventing dinosaurs. Actually, if my mom had done that and had just been pranking us all this all time, that's hilarious.
2: You're gonna go home next time and she's gonna be like psych I'm lying about dinosaurs. She's put, like
0: carving a dinosaur bone so she can <laughs> plant it somewhere. <laughs> so this is my question to you. <laughs> I seriously picturing my mom in a rocking chair like <laughs> whittling a gigantic dinosaur going like oh hi liz i, I have to go wear wearing this in the desert flag. yeah i don't want anyone to know anything that's how we're gonna get people's vaccines <laughs> and make them do forced sin worship yeah my yeah. mom's real goal to get everyone to worship the sun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well you should no. be worshiping jesus liz Oh, my God. Not the sun. So. Oh. All right. This is... A, so, I, I have a question. Did you ever see, like, when this guy accosted that NASA employee in the Starbucks and how when it yes. went viral? And then... <laughs> Because he got kicked out of Starbucks. <laughs> so, this Nathan guy, you may have seen the viral story, yeah. accosted a NASA employee in a Starbucks, about, someone who's just trying to mind their own business and get a coffee.
0: About why he's lying to us and why he's he, he gets up and decides to be evil.
2: Yeah, so he films it on his cell phone and, unsurprisingly, gets kicked out. But he is very proud of this. He tells us, so I ran into this NASA employee in Starbucks and I asked him why NASA means to deceive in Hebrew. Well, technically, it's <laughs> pronounced... <laughs> Well, technically, it's pronounced Nasha, but it sounds so similar. Oh, my God. So that's what he was doing in Starbucks to this poor man who's just trying to get his fucking just, Frappuccino. Yeah, I just need a latte. And then we get a, a, like a clip of the cell phone video where he goes, well, I just got kicked out of Starbucks for asking a NASA employee questions. Yeah, for
0: harassing their customers in line, which is not good for business. Because in the video, he's like, so you hate America, right? And the guy is like, excuse me? Yeah. Where did you get that idea? I really hope I'm one day in line for Starbucks and someone comes up to me and is like, so you hate America, right? And I'll just be like, yeah. (laughs) What about it? Are you going to like buy my drink or what's, what's going on here?
2: Am I going to get a free rendu? Are you hitting
0: on me? Because you're right. I do hate America, but I'm (laughs) married. So. This is really sexy, but I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go, you weirdo.
2: So Nathan is the guy who runs a Facebook group with 53,000 members. He apparently had to start his own Facebook group because he k- got kicked out of so many others. <laughs>
0: Hard <laughs> to believe. <laughs> so then Hard we see him accosting
2: a stranger in a parking lot
0: and about how the earth is flat. And then as he walks away, he goes, that's how it's done. Yeah, it's scaring people <laughs> that are just like, kind gonna- of accidentally back out into another car because they're just trying to get away (laughs) so they're like oh god who is this man in the car
2: he unironically plays flat earth music and then while he's driving he pulls out his must read books uh and then he opens one and starts reading it while he's driving (laughs) this car
0: (laughs) this guy is kind of a menace to society honestly that's really not safe also does he need those books on him at all times hasn't he read them I don't know. Doesn't he know that... Wait. First of all, these books look so long, and I just don't really understand what they could possibly say other than the earth is flat on every page. I mean, one of his must-reads was 1984, which I think he's
2: (sighs) interpreting that book incorrectly. I really hate when that happens. (laughs) So.
0: (laughs) Next, Nathan tells us,
2: everyone thinks we live in our mom's basements. That's not true. We test everything, and we're all super successful.
0: Or, or doing our own thing, which was his code for not successful at all. <laughs> and I was like, So you live in your mom's attic? <laughs> which, whatever. Lots of people live with family. That's not really a thing of anything. It's just this guy is so irritating. He's and he's also so
2: doing that eight year old boy thing where he's like, Everyone thinks that we don't know what we're doing, but actually we're really successful.
0: Yeah. And it's like I kind of just want to punch you. I want to. I want to push you down some stairs. <laughs> I'm guessing you got pushed down some stairs a lot as a kid, and that's why you started to be homeschooled. But also, I want to push you down some stairs. Yeah, this actually, an eight year old once told me that uh, that he was popular at school because he's like pr- really fast, <laughs> <laughs> and that other kids res- respect him because he's like how oh, fast he is. How fast he is? I'm sure that's true. Yeah, <laughs> was this kid a huge nerd? yes <laughs> so it's very similar hopefully,
2: i have to say <laughs> hopefully someone intercepts him before he starts going down the flat earth track and steers him I towards think, actual science.
0: i think he would be very angry to know this was such a i kind of want to get in touch with him be like could you tell your eight year old son that there's a growing flat earth movement just so he can be mad about it we should all be mad about it.
2: <sighs> Alright, now mercifully we we leave Nathan for a little while and go back to Mark Sargent, who is proud of his flat earth license plate I and shows like us a bunch of pictures of other flat earth
0: license plates, which he's also very he thinks are very he, clever. He started it. He had the first one. So I think that we get this little clip of Nathan just to make Mark seem like way more tolerable. Like Mark Probably. is like the sane one in comparison because he has not blamed everything on the Jews. And he just got a vanity license plate and is not screaming at people on a Starbucks. So you're like, oh, okay.
2: This documentary does show us sort of different factions of Flat Earth. Like, it doesn't go deep into it, but we get, like, the Mark Sargent folks. And then we get, like, the ones who are biblical about it. And then later we're going to meet the people who think they're doing science. Um, Yeah, it's interesting that Mark doesn't seem interested in the Bible. Like yeah, maybe he isn't. It never comes up. But I don't. Yeah, you're right. I think he just is one of the conspiracy people. There's some yeah. people that are just very focused on the conspiracy aspect, and then there's people that believe the
0: same thing, but it's because of the Bible, I which under- that's
2: baffling to me.
0: I b- understand the Bible thing a lot better than the just mm-hmm. the government's lying From and everything. They're yeah. actually lizard people, and this is all a hologram. Okay, all right. We're not quite there, but at some point we're going to see a model of the flat Earth. Right. So the Earth is a pizza. Picture of pizza. Yep. The sky is a dome, like yep. you would see at a planetarium. And there's a Game of Thrones style ice wall <sighs> that's a crust around the yes, entire that's thing. That's your pizza crust. What is below the earth? It can't be the sky, because that's a dome. So what is fucking below it? They don't believe in space. Um, maybe it's. I don't know.
2: I was waiting for that a, to be addressed. Maybe a big monkey is holding it up. Yeah. Maybe there's an Italian man with a pot belly. <laughs> He's just holding it on one hand. I don't know. I don't have an explanation. That, I don't for, know. for some reason, really bothers me. and I. <sighs> maybe you should join a Flat Earth Facebook group and ask. No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh, what a great moment in this documentary is when Mark is flipping through these like a slideshow of some of his favorite flat Earth license plates, and he goes, "Look, this one says NASA lies, but if you just glance at it, it looks like nasal eyes." Yeah, that's and how he you got that's it past. Super clever, and like, that's gonna like I don't I don't know
0: because you're not supposed to have certain things, you, you know, there's restrictions on what you can have. The government like, won't let you have a license plate that says fuck the government. Right, like, I couldn't get a fuck Trump license plate. but he's, Sadly. He's, yeah, I might cough up the extra money for that. But um, he's like, oh, look how clever this is. You can't prove that it's really saying NASA lies. And I was also like, yeah, I don't think they care. <laughs> I think, yeah,
2: they're probably just really proud that they got one over
0: on the DMV. <laughs> Yay. Good for them. All right, next, most overworked (laughs) people ever. All good for you.
2: Next, Mark shows off all his Flat Earth merch. Yeah. He's got Flat Earth clocks. He's got a Flat Earth watch.
0: Like a paddle with a globe, that thing you like hit with the ball on the string. Yep, which he thinks is ironic because, yeah, you're hitting a globe. Yeah. Ha ha.
2: Unlike a a globe, which is a ball shape, the Flat Earth shape fits on a lot more cool <laughs> shit so i mean you like yeah you can make a clock out of it sure it kind of just i mean other than the ice wall thing it kind of just looks like a flat version of a, a
0: globe but whatever some people might call it a map <laughs> but no not a flat earther no us? he has a lot of models of the flat earth wouldn't people live by the edge of the earth then i think that's what the ice wall is for. Can you fall off the flat earth? I guess not if there's the dome. Not everyone believes in the dome. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm so tired. Right now I'm so (laughs) glad I don't teach science. Because I think this would have made me literally cry. And I was like a terrible science student too. Same. So if this is making me like this viscerally upset, I can't imagine if I was like a high school science teacher watching this. You you would just be sobbing, I think. It shortens their life spans (laughs) for sure. So if you have a science teacher in your life that you don't like, be sure to tell them (laughs) don't watch this thing. So,
2: next Mark shows us like his giant Flat Earth coffee table and says that unlike other conspiracies, which are cynical and dark, Flat Earth is positive and gives people so much energy that they make things. And then he asks, when was the last time someone made a happy folk tune about
0: 9-11? I'm sure it's been done. I'm sure it has. Which, yeah, also, 9-11 denialists.
2: Yeah. Is anyone surprised that... Of- most, if not all, of the flat earthers in this documentary also deny nine eleven. Which, that... Okay, so
1: next <sighs> we're going to meet
2: Patricia Steele. And at one this point, is... she doesn't go into it, but she says that she doesn't believe planes flew into buildings. Like, most of the 9-11 conspiracy theories I've heard have been like it was orchestrated by the government. Not that it straight up didn't happen. Oh, no, no, no. Samantha. Maybe I've just... my. I'm a sweet summer child. Yeah, yeah, you you, you are.
0: I don't understand how you That's one level. There's one level of 9-11 and conspiracy theory that is um, the government was really in charge of it in order to orchestrate wars, etc. Okay. Sure. I guess I can understand that theory. Because you still believe it happened. Below that is that the government is responsible but didn't use planes And use bombs, bombs, Mm -hmm. which is where you get the jet fuel can't melt steel beams. I'm familiar with
2: that one. I'm also familiar with one that's probably a level below where it's the government knew it was going to happen and didn't do anything about it.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm kind of on that one. Which, that one I can kind of like to an extent, to an extent. Right, so people <laughs> are like, I'm unsubscribing
2: for this podcast.
0: Maybe you don't think that's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I don't know.
2: That's but... Oh, this is such a... So I, so I guess I'm not familiar
0: with the ones above. So I think she's at the... I When she's saying, I don't think planes flew into buildings, I think she's saying... It's, it's a the, simulation? The government did it with bombs. That's how I interpreted oh, it. okay. But maybe she doesn't think it happened at all. I even mean, though people fucking witnessed it and you can
2: watch the... She says that the Boston Marathon was a simulation. I don't understand
0: that one at all. Why? Why the Boston Marathon bombing of all things?
2: These people think that
0: everything is a false flag,
2: right? So I'm sure she believes Sandy Hook is a false flag. I'm sure she believes every other shooting is a false flag. You know what I mean? Like, the Boston Marathon
0: is is just, like, one in a long list. People act like stuff like that was orchestrated by the government to, um, like, repossess guns. But then... But that they never, never happened. They never did that, or even tried. So what? They just did these shootings and bombings, and then we're like, "Well, that was fun, I guess."
2: Anyway, so so
0: I'm a, I'm kind of personally offended by Patricia.
2: Okay, let's hear. So we're next introduced to Patricia Steele, and I want to hear why you're personally offended. Oh, is it her music taste in music? Yes. Yeah, I I saw this one coming.
0: Yes. I don't even know why this needed to be included in the <laughs> documentary, Patricia is a big Morrissey Smiths fan, which stabbed me right in the heart. She makes a point of saying that they're not flat earthers, though. <laughs> yet. Thank you. Yet. Yet. There's hope. <laughs> There's hope. Morrissey is a terrible person, has repugnant political views, but she does point out he is not yet a flat earther, and I was like, give it a few days. <laughs> Probably he will be. Get in touch, Patricia. But, As much as I was like, ooh, that stings. Because she has, like, the reason this comes up, I think, is because she has all these albums and stuff up in her little recording area, decorated with Smith's albums and stuff. But the thing is, nobody is into the Smiths, like, a little. (laughs) It's like, it's a thing that attracts obsessive people. Good point. So I was like, you know what? As sad as that is, (laughs) I get it. As a person who previously alarmed her friends and family by being too into the smiths <laughs> to the point where people were really like Liz are you okay i was like yeah i suppose that would it sort of jives <sighs> but that makes me really
2: really sad yeah so she's yeah real she shows off her music collection
0: uh, all her cats she seems like independently wealthy in some way yeah she seems to be there's some talk of her, like, moving to England, impulsively moving to England and, like, moving back, and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just got the impression she was, like, quite well off. Her house is beautiful. Yeah. Very large. She seems like, I don't know, yeah. She seems to have no concern for, like, the real world and has a lot of time to just talk to people about flatter. Yeah, that is quite true.
2: Okay, so she runs a YouTube channel I'm not entirely sure what the channel is called, if this is, like, the show she does, or if it's her channel, but it's
0: Flat Earth and Other Hot Potatoes. It's the worst fucking title I've ever heard. Terrible. This woman has the huge benefit of being gorgeous. Yeah. Which is an absolute privilege that gets you a lot of things in life. I have not experienced this myself, but I have definitely been places with gorgeous people and seen that happen oh yeah we all know where all of a sudden it's like wait how come i never get service this good it's like oh because i don't look like a fucking model this woman looks like a low-rent julianne moore yeah where she's not she's not that pretty but she's like you know approaching that pretty and definitely is the queen of the flat earth we gotta plug this in ball oh, is it not yeah it says your battery's running low Okay. I didn't want us to have a tragedy. No, that would be... I can't do this again. I emotionally am not prepared. <laughs> so, what was I saying? Patricia... How beautiful Patricia Steele is.
1: I, I think... Steer.
0: Steer, not steal. I think I've called her
2: steel this whole time.
0: Steer like the cow. She's trying to steer you wrong. Yeah. That's actually a conspiracy. We'll get to it. Um. Yeah, anyway. People, yeah. Are, people are enchanted by her beauty. They're charmed. And listen to her flat-earth she started off as just a flat-earth journalist talking to other flat-earthers, and then her and Mark have this, like, will weird they will not sexual thing tension. Romance that never quite happened. It seems like they were kindling
2: some sort of romance. It didn't work out. She has completely moved on and is happy being platonic <laughs> friends, and Mark really wants to bone. Yeah. Which and that's quite apparent through the whole documentary.
0: Mark, you're Mark Sargent.
2: <laughs> You'll find someone else. So her and Mark do a show, I think, weekly that they call The Secret Show. I don't
0: understand how they have stuff to talk about every week. I think they, they find things in current
2: events. So recently, the show we watched them record, they talked about a satellite that came down on a balloon, and they talk about how we always say that satellites, people ask, how do satellites get up there? And we say balloons, and then they scoff at us. Well, there's the balloon. It's like, no, it came down. It came down in the balloon. It didn't it didn't go. It, oh.
0: My head hurts. My head literally hurts. <laughs> it honestly. Because what do you do? Like what? Well, you
2: can't. You can't argue with these people. And I mean, we'll get to it, I guess. But anyway, they talk at length about their failed romantic relationship
0: yeah, we got like uh, almost too much information on that. Far it. too much. Don't really care. And
2: then we we learn that they are ge- them and other people characters in this this documentary are gearing up for the flat Earth conference in which Mark is the keynote speaker. He's
0: going to come up and go, "Guess what, folks? Earth, Earth, still flat. Flat." <laughs> I don't understand how <laughs> there's that much. i I don't know (laughs) maintain that if i believe the earth is flat my life would go on tomorrow pretty much unchanged i would secretly smugly to myself go huh i know the truth the earth is flat and maybe other people would refer to it being a globe and i would kind of chuckle because i knew how wrong they were but i I can't imagine dedicating any time to it because it would just continue to be flat whether you got people to believe it or not i don't know I mean, maybe you think the government is, is
2: killing people who... I'm, fucking, I have no clue. Okay, so...
0: Like, in a way, who cares? Who cares if it's flat or not? What yeah. difference does it make?
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know.
0: We're not going to fall off either way, right? So just calm down, everyone. You don't need to have conventions. Like, no one is having no-it's-a-globe conventions. <laughs> <laughs> right? We should start
2: with <laughs> No, it's slow. No, it's like it makes <laughs> some catchy t shirts. Are- <laughs> that's the problem with the scientists. Maybe they just need catchier t shirts. Okay,
0: all of the flat earth t-shirts were hideous as hell. Clearly no graphic designer believes the earth is flat. Because I didn't see one attractive piece of merch. Quite true. Well, those little models are actually kind of okay. Neat. The models are beautiful and I want one, but fortunately I don't have anywhere to put it. Also, I'm sure they're way too expensive. Yeah, well, another huge detail. <laughs> I don't want to give money to that man. I have nowhere to put a flat Earth model, and they clearly cost a ton of money, but yeah. All right, next our group of scientists come back to talk
2: about imposter syndrome, and then the opposite, which is called the Dunny-Kruger effect. This is... The Dunning-Kruger effect is a psychological phenomenon in which people who don't have knowledge or expertise in a subject think that they are very knowledgeable about it, which is the opposite of imposter syndrome, where you learn a lot of things and, and then, then you, you go, "Oh my God, there's still so much I don't know," and then you think that you don't actually, you aren't actually as yes, as I'm as very knowledgeable you are, familiar
0: with the imposter syndrome, as am I, but Not apparently so much <laughs> familiar with this more mansplaining uh, opposite. The Dunning kruger effect. I can't really think of anything I would claim to be an expert in, so... Nope. Certainly not Unsolved Mysteries or podcasting.
2: <laughs> Someone else talks about how odd it is for people to have a vendetta against science because of the institutional disconfirmation aspect where, yeah, you, you show something through science and then a bunch of other people come in to basically try and prove you wrong. Which... Yeah, I guess that is baffling why people would have a vendetta against that, but a lot of this is baffling, so I'm not sure what to say about that. It's lies, Samantha. Right. They're lying. Okay, Mark Sargent insists that Flat Earthers are, quote, crushing them, them meaning scientists, because, quote, scientists don't know how to address it. It's almost like they don't feel like they should or have to. (laughs) Or they don't see the point in engaging with people who will
0: deny anything, yeah, it's it's similar with having a conversation with someone who like loves Trump, right? Where nothing it, you could say. Yeah, they're just gonna go. No, them. that's not true. You saw that on fake news, CNN. Like, how are you? How are you gonna find any middle ground there? They'll just tell you that everything you say is made up, and you'll think that everything they said is made up, and yeah, you, there's then you'll strangle each other. I everyone don't know.
2: has interacted with this person on the internet, or maybe there's someone in your family who you can say. This is what you said about Obama, and now look what Trump is doing. And the outcome of that isn't, oh, you're right. You make a really logical argument. I am being a hypocrite. No, it's <laughs> not what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe, just maybe, scientists don't have the time or energy or
0: think it's worthwhile to, to engage just, with that. To just deal with trolls all day? That's another job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess t- maybe someone is saying scientists need. More PR people that just spend all their time arguing with flat earthers. Why? What? I don't don't know. So Mark says that they have questions out there that
2: scientists can't answer. Like, what? Give me one. He doesn't. But we next get Dr. Spiros McDonald. Colochus, I'm sure I pronounced his name wrong, who refutes this by saying, how much time do we have to disprove every theory? Oftentimes, the things they want us to debate aren't even theories, either because they aren't falsifiable or because they've already been falsified." Right. Yeah. So, now we get back to Nathan, the brain. Oh, Samantha's true love. Who says that it's ludicrous what they're teaching. That we can't feel the Earth move even though we are traveling faster than a speeding bullet through space. Yeah. But then they bring in a high school science teacher who explains that if you throw a ball up into the air while you're in a moving car, the ball comes back down in your hand. It doesn't fly through the back windshield. That's a really good
0: point. Yeah. It's like a really simple way to disprove. Yeah, I was like, this is a good teacher. Like that was very easy to digest, made a lot of sense, and you just went, oh yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That was instantly disproven. (laughs)
2: Very effective communication. Uh Uh-huh. So next, Mark's mom asks him, are there any scientists in Flat Earth? To which we get a pause and then, no. And they can't be, because once you get to a certain level of education, the system more or less owns you and you aren't allowed to do certain things.
0: That's Mark's answer. I I guess he's referring to student loan debt. (laughs) The system owns you, and then part of your your. Some people don't know this, but you will get a discount on your student loans if you promise to <laughs> always say the earth is a globe. That's how the system owns you. I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure.
2: Yes, it's point zero five percent.
0: I mean, it's a very small discount, <laughs> but, but like, every bit helps. Yeah. So. Yeah. Every scientist has <laughs> agreed to that scheme. All right,
2: next we go to a Flat Earth meetup where we meet Bob. I'm not sure if the K is silent. It's nodal. Right. Okay. Conodal. Not real sure. He is an engineer who is talking to a mostly empty room. Um, and then we meet Dr. Pear Eps- Epson. Oh, Bob, so what Bob, Bob is talking about is the audience is asked questions about, like, why aren't there scientists that come out for Flat Earth? And basically, Bob's response to this is, well, they'll be laughed out of their job.
0: So Also, they're scientists. <laughs> So, that would be, that'd be like, where, where are all the anti-vax pediatricians? (laughs) How come I can't find any? It's like, because that's the opposite of the thing that you are doing. Yep. They're trying not to, to kill children. Right. Right. That's, that's why. Scientists are trying to study the world as it exists, not... (laughs) The drawing, world as it's been imagined. I'm of a pizza with the ice crust. Because you saw Which, Game of Thrones too many times. I, Samantha, listen.
1: <laughs> Shut your mouth.
0: Um, only if it starts making you believe in the flatter.
2: I was just thinking of like a delicious dessert pizza where like the crust is like crystallized sugar. Ooh. And it's like, wouldn't that be tasty? That sounds good. Really Why didn't good. they have
0: that at the... The meet-up. Maybe people- I'm just really hungry. They should serve fucking pizza at all of these things. Maybe yeah. they do. I and see it. <laughs> I Until I see the evidence with my own eyes, I won't believe it. What is the like at the Flat Earth meet It seems like there's a lot of potential.
2: Question I want to know. So next we meet Dr. Pear Epson Stockness, who I also probably pronounce, mispronounced, a psychologist and writer who sits in a room filled with beautiful plants and yeah. explains confirmation bias to us, which... Yeah, thanks. As you can imagine, what these people are doing, they're surrounding themselves with people that just echo back to them what they're they already believe. This is when they introduce the infighting that exists in the flat Earth. This, this is my favorite s- part. Like the flat Earth, I don't
0: know. There's factions. factions. Yeah, there's factions of flat Earth. They've they've splintered off into different groups. As, but, as Samantha mentioned, not everyone believes in the dome. Some people believe right? in an infinite sky.
2: Yes. Some of people believe in the because hologram. Who the fuck would have made the
0: dome? Right. God, I guess. I guess. Out of what? Out of what? Glass? I don't even (laughs) understand.
2: Space plastic. I don't Mm -hmm. fucking know. One of my favorite quotes comes from some unnamed person on this panel at this meetup who says, Look, we can't have agendas diverting us from the fact that we don't know if the Earth is a ball. It's just very important, Liz. I just insist it doesn't really matter. I mean, it apparently does to them. So the people at the meetup seem to be in the anti-Mark ser- Sergeant camp. Um, Mark explains the flat Earth factions to us, basically the yeah, the dome or no dome, etc. And then they introduce this rift between Mark and this other like bigwig in the flat Earth community, who is called Matt Boylin. Uh, he also makes YouTube videos. He seems even more unlikable than the people that we see in the documentary, which is baffling. Um, <laughs> he really does. He's convinced that Mark Sargent is a government sleeper agent or something. He also thinks that he like works for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Apparently Warner Brothers
0: is orchestrating the simulation. I'm not really There's clear in the details several references in this documentary people make to hollywood and government sort of essentially being the same thing in order to trick us
2: right because hollywood is faking the moon landing right you yeah put, you know
0: by the order of the government or some shit yeah so <laughs> i mean the government did put a lot of funding into 24 so maybe but yeah but that's just as propaganda See, that's what's so interesting is there's types where it's like, well, but do you mean this? It's like, oh no, I mean this totally other thing. <laughs> He's like, but the government is doing these real shady things. That's we what can I talk th- about those! No, 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 the earth is a hologram. That's what Mac, he caught like the very end of me watching this last night and he was like, yeah, it's interesting that people will believe these things, but not these things. Like people will believe Pizzagate, but not this, you know? And so he said something about there being like no evidence of... He was like, there's no dead children from Pizzagate. And I just started going, the boys on the tracks! The <laughs> boys Hillary on the Clinton. tracks! Rolled those boys onto the tracks. And, even and though,
2: then fed them 40 marijuana cigarettes beforehand. He
0: was clearly so frustrated with me, even <laughs> though I do not think that Hillary Clinton killed the boys on the tracks. He was just like, yeah. yeah," <laughs> And he like, went upstairs. He like couldn't deal with me ranting about the boys on the tracks so this
2: matt boylan character was apparently asked to appear in the film and this is what they put on the screen to explain why he is not <laughs> present when asked to appear in this film matt stipulated that he received five thousand dollars creative control a guarantee that he be featured in 25 to 50 percent <laughs> of the film 50 half and that we support his unverified claim that Mark Sargent is secretly a Warner Brothers executive using an alias. We were unable to meet his demands.
0: I feel like the cash amount is not so high. Five thousand dollars? The company you should be paid for your time. The complete creative, creative control, control when it's not your movie. <laughs> to appear in fifty percent of it. That's very strange. A lot. So it's yeah, it's unfortunate we couldn't hear more from this. It's a damn shame. Total Wackadoo. So Hannah Lore, who is the physicist, I'm not, yeah,
2: I think so, with the purple hair. I'm not astrophysicist. Ha- astrophysicist with the purple hair returns to ask the question we are all asking, which is why would someone bother to fake all this? Yeah, great yes. question. And then she says another one of my favorite lines of the show, which is, "I wish I was in a conspiracy. It seems so exciting. I wish I was getting paid off. Believe me, I do. Because yeah, she probably has a fuck ton of student debt." yeah government please pay me to pretend that the earth is a globe (laughs) yes please i will keep up the ruse please (laughs) i will fill my house with globes and then scott kelly comes back on to say when i was in space i got paid extra five dollars a day that's how rich i am they gave him $5 a day to be in space. That's how much extra he got paid. I don't know if that was, like... Hazard pay. Hazard pay? $5 a day? <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
2: For being in space? But it's just like, yeah, because everyone claims that the astronauts are just, like, fucking rolling in dough. They're Scrooge McDuck from their, like, yeah. participation in the
0: conspiracy. And That's he's the like, real purpose of the rockets, is I to get to shop up. at Walmart, like the rest of you fuckers. He, it's to get up high enough to dive into your money pit. <laughs> That's why they're interested in rockets. So, yeah, mm-hmm, suddenly everything mm-hmm. is a
2: conspiracy. P- Patricia Steele says, vaccines, GMO foods, chemtrails. She believes in all of it. And then, yeah, this is where Nathan chemtrails the Brain says is a really
0: troubling one that the
2: media is trying to push the transgender agenda, trying to turn... I'm not even going to talk about it, but yeah, he's a transphobe. And yeah, they all believe in chemtrails and fucking, I don't know, probably the frogs
0: are turning gay or i don't remember whatever the fuck that alex jones thing (laughs) he's very worried about gay frogs okay let them live their lives whatever doesn't affect you alex
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah and this is where patricia says that she straight up doesn't believe that there were planes that flew into the buildings but i think your analysis might be correct that maybe she thinks they were bombs
0: yeah i mean despite the fact that tons of people saw planes and you can like I feel like there's everyone video. has seen that that footage of the planes, but apparently there's people who bombs. think that wouldn't knock down the buildings and blah 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 all blah right. blah blah. So
2: the question is who next is who's at the top? So if this is all orchestrated, if all of these world governments are in cahoots and all of these branches of the government, then who who is leading this? And Patricia is unsure. Nathan, surprise, says that it's the Jews.
0: Uh folks again. Why? Yeah. Why? Why bother? Imagine having that much power, and that's the thing that you pick. <laughs> to pretend the to Earth pretend is a flat. To pretend the Earth is a globe.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't be my first choice.
0: No. I'm going to put that really far
2: down on the list. Folks at the Flat Earth Meetup speculate that it could be Satanists or the
0: Vatican. <laughs> Which, I, there are two groups that don't have a ton in common, but they do work together. That's to my theory. the the Vatican and the Church of Satan together. Are together to make us blind to the truth about yes. th-
2: the flat Earth. Yeah, uh, but also, oh God,
0: I don't know. Just go on.
2: I mean, do you want me to? Nathan the Brain says that the real scary thing is not that they are hiding the flat Earth. It's that they are still doing human sacrifices and blood rituals. So Always. I guess. The globalists? Probably the Jews? It's Nathan talking. Uh, Okay. So I guess the answer to your question of why it matters is because the same people who are lying to us about the flat earth are also drinking blood and making human sacrifices to the devil. So it's just satanic panic again. I guess. Which, coming from this Nathan asshole, I guess, kind of makes sense. All right. Uh, So then (laughs) they ask... It's hard. Look, it's this is not this is difficult. My my
0: brain. My poor little
2: brain. So they ask Patricia who she does trust, and after thinking about it for a while, she says
0: myself. She doesn't even seem to trust Mark. No. I took that as a bold statement. She was like, unless I see it with my own eyes, only me. She says if there is another event like the Boston
2: bombing, she's only going to believe it's real if her leg gets blown off. Which is a shitty thing to say because fucking people's legs did get blown off.
0: You just- are apparently incapable of empathizing with them? I just don't- why fake that? Does- also, does she believe we live in a world where no one ever commits acts of terrorism or murder? Like, how can they That's all be- That's a good question, I if guess. They're, if they're all false flags, all of them, there's no real events of... <laughs> I mean- I guess. I guess. It's only false- every school shooting is fake. There's been no real ones. I don't know how to answer that. There's so many questions. Patricia, I have questions. Except that I know you're in the C-I-A. <laughs> okay, we're getting to that part now. Okay. So this is the hilarious thing. Is that
2: she says, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but there are conspiracies about me. Now, most of these are sexist and revolve around her name. The So she says, the thing about all of these theories about me Okay, so here, well, maybe we should give you a rundown about the series. Yes, yeah, please. So, there's a lot of videos that say that she is, like, has the siren song that's, like, luring men into, like, her fake false flag flat earth thing. And then I guess I don't know what happens to them, but that's
0: what people think. <laughs> but aren't these also people who believe in flat earth? They just,
2: like, don't like her. I. It's not clear to me how people arrive at these conclusions, but yes, maybe it's because she's gotten a big following, that now that they think she's, like, too mainstream or something, I have no fucking idea. But they think that she is a reptilian. Sure. And that her he- eyes, you can see her eyes shift on YouTube. Yeah. I'm sure there's videos zooming in on her eyes and, like, yeah. talking about it. Um, They think that she is too pretty and is, like, luring men
0: in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, They think they have dissected her name. And they think that because Patricia ends in CIA... That she works for the CIA.
0: I mean, you can't just not give Samantha a, give that true a moment to wash over you. Her name ends in CIA. True or false? Uh, true. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> proof. The proof is in the pudding. Done. My work here is done. Uh, and she's very frustrated that she can't. Prove that these things. You can't prove these things are not true, right? She you can't, can't <laughs> prove you're not a reptilian because she's shown people her birth certificate and yes. photos of her as a child and stuff. And people have been like, "Well, if you're in the CIA, this could easily be faked." This is where she like gets so
2: close to self awareness, so so fucking close. close. She's like right there. She is like almost all in. She has a toe still on this side. This is the quote. The thing about all these theories about me is that I can't prove any of them wrong. I could and have shown people my birth certificate, my driver's license, photos of myself as a child, and they'll still say, well, you're CIA, all of that stuff can be constructed. People will still say that I don't have a real family, that I don't have a real brother and sister. There's nothing I can do. She goes on to say, I wonder if people like that are so conspiratorial that they actually believe these things about me in their hearts. And then it makes me worry about the things I believe in. <laughs> like, am I another version of them?
0: But I know I'm not. <laughs> it's the very quick. <laughs> but I know I'm not. Where clearly she had like one night where she stayed up too late and then was like, but that's not maybe if that's not true, I'm not a reptilian. So if I'm not a reptilian, maybe maybe none of this is true. And then she had to be like, no, 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 <laughs> don't worry, Patricia, <laughs> you are right, they she are She had
2: wrong. one too many glasses of rosé, yeah. and she starts really thinking about it, and she's like, maybe these people are exactly like me? No, no,
0: no. And I'm exactly, no, 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 no. I had moments like this watching this documentary, though, where <laughs> I was like, what is it that I believe that's totally not true? That is the thing. It fucks with your brain. There has to be something. Right? Well, maybe we're like Patricia and we don't have enough self awareness to realize it. I don't know. Well, my. I'm safe. My name doesn't end in CIA. Your name ends in L I Z. What yeah. does that say about you? Yeah. Think about it.
2: I just. It's fabulous it it. to me to think that the government would be so transparent that, like, everyone who works for the
0: CIA has to have CIA in their name. I mean, it's interesting to think that the government is powerful enough to control everything, yet stupid enough to have <laughs> these really obvious clues. Yeah. But maybe that relates to the, like, men in black thing, where it's like, well, they act strange, so no one will believe you're st- Like, they hide act in plain stupid, sight. So hide in mean, plain sight. So no one will think they're capable of hiding the fact that the sky is a dome. <laughs>
2: All right, next we meet Chris Pontius, who is famous in flat earth circles as the guy who invented the flat earth alternative to the globe. He also has a stupid wooden motorcycle. I, it has nothing to do with fucking anything. He calls it the flat earth bike or some shit. I don't understand what it it doesn't it's wooden. It doesn't have anything to do with flat earth. Like it's not no. the wheels are are 3D. I don't understand. <laughs>
0: He's like, oh, this is my flat earth rider. I think it's just he has this motorcycle he covered in wood for no goddamn reason. And so then when he's driving that around, people talk to him about it. And he's like, oh, I call this my flat earth rider. By the way, I want to talk about flat earth. And they're like, no, obviously I wanted to talk about motorcycles. <laughs> and that he's trying to use this as a gateway to talking about flat earth. Sure. Because he made this weird should motorcycle. should really maybe
2: use ice cream or something, but... I guess the motorcycle think, works for him.
0: I think a lot of people are seeing flat. If they can talk people into flat Earth, they can talk people into these other conspiracies. They're seeing sure. it as a doorway. And to him, the motorcycle is the doorway to flat Earth, which See, is the to doorway me, to. I
2: can't understand going from zero to flat Earth.
0: No. But that's,
2: I guess also, like, I try and think of what could be lesser conspiracies that would be, like, the gateway into it, that world. And I'm like, I don't know. They all seem so wild, but I'm like, what? I could never okay. go from believing in no conspiracies to fucking what believing that
0: 9-11 was fake. The government is hiding alien alloys. Can we go from... But isn't that true? Right? So, okay, so maybe that's how people get
2: there. Okay, we're having an epiphany in real time here. Maybe, like we talked about, the government is doing some real shady shit, so maybe you start believing in those, and then it's just easy to make those next steps, Right. Well, if the government is actually doing this, then it doesn't seem that crazy to me that they would fake the moon landing. And then it doesn't seem that crazy to me that they would fake that the Earth is flat. Yeah. So, I guess we just solved it.
0: Okay, so someone sent me an article about how the alien alloys thing is not true, but... It was based on a bunch of scientists saying if there's alloys, we could identify what they were. They weren't people who had seen the alien alloys, and I was like, no. I read the article, too, and I didn't think it debunked it. They're alien alloys. You wouldn't be able to identify them you haven't seen them.
2: Yeah, I, I read the same article you did, and I didn't read that. So maybe we're well on our way to becoming flat
0: earthers, I don't know. Maybe. I'm scared for us all. I think my takeaway from a lot of this was humanity is coming to an end. These are our final days. This is a species that has given up. And this is just one of the signs.
2: Yeah, so I guess the moral of the story is just to eat as much ice cream as you want. Yeah.
0: The okay. the the, t- the clock is that countdown to the end if that doesn't say clock is a ticket. Yeah. yeah. This we're, is a
2: species you know how like forget the twelve years. You know how like you can't gone. get pandas
0: to fuck? Like the species has just given up.
2: I hope we don't get to a point where we can't fuck. Well. I think this is our own version, maybe. Okay, so (laughs) the scientists come back to talk about education and that it's not about a lack of education necessarily. Sometimes it's about miseducation. And that you could ask, if you can ask people what would convince you and what evidence would you accept, it's really telling what their answers are, which is usually like nothing. Nothing. Nothing I can't
0: see with my own eyes. Right. I sort of, I don't know how... I would be interested in the age range of Flat Earthers, like, what age they tend to be. Because I was wondering if there was a correlation between our education system sort of shifting to a sta- like more standardized test-based education system. Interesting. And that maybe less critical thinking was <laughs> being taught. Maybe. We see a wide range in this documentary. Yeah. There's
2: baby boomers, there's millennials... We see a very young kid who's obviously been indoctrinated into this by his parents, but... That was sad. The cycle continues. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. Someone should do that study. All right, next we meet another Flat Earther who I think is named Jacob, but actually I think that's wrong. It might be Jason or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He he runs a YouTube show with the engineer we met earlier, whose name is Bob, called Globe Busters.
0: Which they they just steal the globe. The Ghostbusters logo. So, whoever owns that, please sue them. It's yeah, I think clear, clear copyright you are owed infring- some royalties. You're some clear copyright infringement.
2: They fancy themselves their own kind of scientists. They quote, test their theories, and they describe themselves as a grassroots group of scientists and engineers. This is a little bit like ghost investigators, but of flat Earth. Yes, that's a good analogy. So maybe Jacob, maybe Jason, says that he just wants to feel comfortable in the things he believes and that he thinks the scientific method is the way to do it. So this is like maybe the best part of the documentary. Um, An actual scientist says that the difference between being skeptical and being in denial is very subtle. Someone who is skeptical is willing to test their own hypotheses. A skeptic, unlike someone who is in denial, is willing to test their theories and accept if the test reveals that they are wrong. So this is the setup. Now we learn that Bob, the engineer we met earlier, explains the concept of a gyroscope. Mm -hmm. Which, if they do some really helpful diagrams in this for the non-science minded people who are watching. Like me. And me. Uh, basically, if you mount a gyroscope anywhere on Earth, it will drift 15 degrees every hour because it drifts with the drifting of the Earth. So the Earth mm-hmm. spins 15 degrees every hour. The gyroscope will mirror that uh, It because, yeah, it matches the spinning of the globe. If the Earth is a globe, according to Which Bob. Which it's
0: not. I think we all agree by this point in the documentary. So
2: Bob believes in the mechanics of the gyroscope. So remember, Bob is an engineer. Sure. So he understands, to some extent, science, and he believes in the mechanics of the gyroscope. So he wants to get his hands on something called a ring laser gyroscope, which is a very precise laser gyroscope. Fast forward to him telling us that someone in the Flat Earth community coughed up $20,000 to buy a ring laser gyroscope. Uh So they've got their... Grubby little hands on this hey, sophisticated equipment. I'm just going to put
0: it out there that this podcast could absolutely use 20 grand. We could really use a ring laser a gyroscope. If you just have that, like, lying around, maybe in, like, a, a an attache case. Send it in. Yeah, we would like it. Thank you. So, Contact us for our PayPal information. This is the quote from Bob. But we found, when we turned on that
2: gyroscope, that we were picking up a drift. A 15 degree per hour drift. And wow, obviously we were taken aback by that. That's obviously a problem. We obviously were not willing to accept that. So we started looking for ways to disprove that it was actually registering the motion of the Earth.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: they obvi- so they juxtapose this with a scientist that says the difference between someone who is skeptical and someone who is in denial is that someone who is simply skeptical will accept when a scientific test proves their theory wrong. These people were proven wrong... By this fancy fucking piece of equipment they bought, and they end up putting it in, like, this fucking chamber that's supposed to, like... I had no idea ...block what. something, and then... I'm sure this all cost a shit ton of money, and every every test they did
0: just continued to confirm that the Earth was spinning, which they is were, they hilarious. They were trying to convince themselves that gyroscope was actually registering the sky. Right. And not the Earth. That somehow the sky was moving, but not the Earth was moving. Which... Which, why? What? I don't understand. I still don't, I don't even fucking understand, like, how the sun sets if the earth is flat. Right. I, I don't know. It's and a how, hologram. I don't know. How it's are a we projection. not all in the same time zone?
2: I don't know. It's That's fake. I think you can just argue that everything is fake. I don't know.
0: How come parts of, you know, if you're far enough north, you can have, like, midsummer where the sun never sets? It's fake. <laughs> what are you? A the hologram. There's little hairs in the that sky. The Earth is a globe. No,
2: no, Liz. That's what they want you to think. But why? Why do they want you to think that? So that they can steal your blood and your children.
0: <laughs> I don't have any children, and I don't take my blood. I might have mad cow.
2: <laughs> okay, so the science writer, I think his name is Tim, comes back to basically explain to us that. Even though these people claim to be doing science, they are not doing science. Uh, they're, they're doing a sort of hobby. Yeah, what they are doing is coming up with a conclusion and then looking for all the evidence that proves their conclusion right, which is not how science works, even though that's what they
0: claim to be doing. Uh, but that is also how forensic science is done. So. Well. That's true. (laughs) Is there uh, double-blind testing in forensic science? No. No. Is there peer confirmation in forensic science? No. No. (laughs) Just putting that out there. It's quite true. (laughs) It's quite true. So,
2: basically, this guy, even though he's an engineer and claims to be doing science, he's actually in denial. He says, we've been able to prove other aspects of flat Earth theory, so it's not unreasonable for us to continue to say that the Earth is flat. See, this is a man who understands how science works, and he desperately wants science to prove him right. And when confronted with the fact that science proves him wrong, he does these mental gymnastics to justify continuing to
0: tell people that the Earth is flat. This is why the biblical thing makes more sense to me, because then your answer to everything is just the Bible. Yeah. Like, the Earth is flat. Why? The Bible. Sure. You know, like you don't have to try to rely on science to prove something science is not going to prove. You just keep saying, the Bible. Yeah. Which, that makes a lot more sense to me. So
2: next we see Mark and Patricia uncomfortably watching a movie on opposite ends of a couch.
0: Yeah, I think we were really supposed to be, like, rooting for their romance or something. Really? I thought it was just making fun of them. Well, I think they were hoping maybe more of a storyline would emerge between the two of them. Maybe Maybe they would have a big fight or something. Maybe that's true. I thought it was hilarious. And maybe I mean, actually, this isn't a bad way
2: of doing it, but instead of, like, sharing a bowl of popcorn, they each had their own giant bowl of popcorn and opposite ends of the couch. That's the smartest decision they ever made. Yeah, not a bad idea. All right, Mark is visiting Houston, uh, where Patricia lives, and they're going to do a live stream at the NASA Space Museum, which I took no notes on because it was boring as fuck.
0: It was mostly them being like, see, NASA's wrong. This museum's kind of a dump. I was like, you're point is that NASA's not very well funded, so therefore they're wrong? I thought they were so powerful they <laughs> could control this entire conspiracy. But they have a shitty museum? Yeah. They seem to okay. be like, look, we're winning. This museum is shit. <laughs> okay. My
2: only note on it is they walk around the museum making fun of things. It's really
0: stupid. She was like, we're so close to the enemy, I can taste them or something. <laughs> because this woman just... I can't imagine hating NASA.
2: No, I don't understand. The, like,
0: best government agency we have. Them and the post office.
2: It's baffling. So Mark and Patricia do a Q&A where they say that people don't recognize them in public, which is probably why Mark wears a shirt with his face on it, or, like, his name on it all the time. I wish he wore a, face- a shirt with his face on it. My last note on this page is Mark really wants to bone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you think if I made a t-shirt that was a picture of Mark Sargent eating a pizza that was the flat earth that he was just wearing around? Oh, for, yeah
2: he would be so excited do you want to do that experiment i don't know send him a picture <laughs> do i and then watch for it to show up on his youtube channel no
0: no i don't want to do that
2: so next we go to what meet, must be another meetup the flat earth science group is talking about how the evidence they've gathered with their expensive gyroscope is quote really bad Because, yeah, it proves them wrong. Jacob or Jared explains the penultimate experiment that they are about to do, which is this, like, three-post-and-a-laser thing where they're going to go to this big area. I think there's, like, a lake. And they're going to put up three posts, and they're going to shoot a laser in a straight line. And basically, their theory is that if you measure where the laser hits on each post, you'll be able to see that it's a straight line, and therefore the Earth is flat. If the Earth is curved... The 2 end posts will be one height, and then the middle post will be a different height. And then you'll see... This makes no sense. What about curve. terrain? They're gonna, I don't know, account for that. I have no idea. <laughs> but this is, like, their big experiment that they have planned. Because this gyroscope thing fucking didn't work out, so they gotta find something else. And I think they're going to present this these studies that they're, quote... I use that term loosely at the conference. So, basically, like what you see is Bob talking to this guy, and he's like, don't tell anybody, but we can't put out our results because it proves us wrong.
0: And it would look Although really bad. Also, someone gave us fucking $20,000, and then we're going to come back and be like, thanks for that 20 grand. Guess what? We once again proved that the Earth is right. <laughs> yep. Money well spent. Because, yeah, I think they're planning, and we see it
2: later, they're planning to present this at the conference. So... Uh, You You might want to call in sick. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, probably. Uh, So this uh, experiment is explained to the science writer, who is impressed and pretty sure that the experiment is going to prove that the Earth is curved. And he just kind of gets a big chuckle and is like, well, we'll see how they handle this. He's like, it's actually an interesting experiment. I've never heard of someone doing this. He's like, it's kind of a good idea. And also it's going to show the Earth is round. So this should be fun. All right. Next, we get the eclipse so Mark, uh, they're filming Mark around the time of the
0: eclipse, and he... He's, uh, like, out-hustling people. He's, like, handing out... Handing out flyers and shit. Talking about how the Earth is flat to a bunch of people that are like, Hey, dude, <laughs> don't follow me to my car. There's this hilarious
2: part where he is interviewed for a Philadelphia newspaper and claims that the author of the article is a secret flat-earther, and the author is, like, they find the author in, like, a fucking coffee shop, and he's like, ha ha ha, no, I'm not a flat earther. (laughs) He's like, maybe I'll put that on my business card. (laughs) Secret flat earther. Secret
0: flat earther. Do you think someone's going to say that about me now? That you're a secret? Maybe you're tweeting about it. Because I got that tweet retweeted. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real conspiracy. So, yeah, we get Mark going to the eclipse
2: and a lot of news footage of news programs okay. that talk about how flat
0: Something earthers are seems grappling. What the happen a lot in this documentary is that flat earthers are equating press coverage with people believing them. Yes. Not the idea that you know what will make a great lighthearted bit for the local news? Us fucking laughing at you. <laughs> like just because the media is interested in talking to them doesn't mean they believe them. But I guess maybe just getting the word out there. That's good enough. Look, just, these people are happy to just
2: drive around with a license plate that says NASA lies where does it say NASA lies lies? (laughs) so getting their face on a news story is like the best oh my god anyway next mark is flown to a flat earth meetup because he's famous i guess he's extremely excited about it this event is juxtaposed with an outreach event put on by astronomers i think they're astronomers where they basically, it seems like they get together at a bar and have speakers talk about relevant issues in science. Seems like a cool event. It's There's, like a fundraiser thing, you think? Yeah, it's a fundraiser. There's beer. It seems like they line up some interesting topics. Uh, we meet a speaker by the name of Lamar Glover, who is a physicist at Cal State LA, and the first non-white person we've seen in this whole darn thing. Oh, true. And he talks to the crowd about just <laughs> surprise. Surprise. <laughs> Uh, people Actually, with- that's really not true. Some of the scientists were
0: okay, people the of color. Okay, flat earth crowd, yeah. very white. I don't think it'll surprise you that the people with free time on their hands <laughs> to go out uh, evangelizing that the earth is not a globe are not people of color. That people of color have more important shit to do yeah. than think about the pizza earth. So he
2: talks about dismantling the scientific
0: superiority complex. He talks
2: about flat earthers and other scientists echo his talk by saying that the problem is not necessarily from the conspiracy theorists, but scientists also have a part to play in the blame. Glover talks about um, not dismissing people by calling them crazy, and we get a montage of people telling the camera about all of their failed relationships as a result of their flat-earth
0: beliefs. See, this is is this cruel? Is this like putting together a little montage of people being like, yeah, the divorce just went (laughs) through… Oh, my kids won't speak to me! Like, it seems a little cruel. I think
2: the point they're trying to make is that these people have experienced what this this guy guy is is cautioning against, which is, yeah, that people just dismissed them as being crazy, and that pushing them to the fringe by isolating them is only going to make it worse, and it's only going to make this issue more malignant, right? Because now they have a reason to be... You know because the, everything's been confirmed right
0: i asked mac what would happen if i s- started to believe in flat earth oh. and he said that he felt like we would just keep arguing about it until we've got divorced <laughs> that it probably would ruin it and i was like what if i never really brought it up and he was like i don't know like that he doesn't know if he could live with the fact that his wife believes the earth is flat he just felt like it would lead to a lot of arguing
2: yeah i feel like no one goes into that conspiracy not being very passionate about it right i don't know if you could be like a casual flat earther
0: i see i swear i would be (laughs) (laughs) it just doesn't seem like a big deal my image of myself is a flat earther where i'm just like "Mm, i guess i know something you don't about it (laughs) yeah because i still got shit to do man change if the earth is not a globe all right so next uh so this is glover's quote
2: flat earthers anti-vaxxers when we leave people behind we leave bright minds to mutate and stagnate these folks are potential scientists gone completely wrong their natural inquisitiveness and rejection of norms could be beneficial to science if they were more scientifically
0: literate i don't think it's inquisitiveness though because if you're if you're rejecting the results you get when they don't fit your thing i think
2: his point is that they're naturally inquisitive and that all of these other things have led that inquisitiveness to be misused misused yeah and now they've gone down the wrong path and now those ideas are spreading
0: Um, i don't could you do you think you could go this guy's acting like we should go recruit some flatterers and tournamented scientists i don't know i think he's i think
2: I don't know for sure, because I didn't hear his whole talk, but his other quote was that these people should be looked at as potential scientists who fell through the cracks, and we as ambassadors of science are called upon to do more. And he says, consider becoming a mentor to someone who is coming from a non-traditional point of entry into the sciences. So I think his thesis, and I might be misrepresenting what he's saying, but I thought I think his thesis is, Mark Sargent is too far gone. Right, okay. But we should look at what happened to him. He fell through the cracks, and we should try and prevent the next Mark Sargent from falling through the cracks. not
0: try to make Mark Sargent
2: a scientist. I don't think so. I think he's too far gone, but the idea is that Mark Sargent had potential, and if he had been steered down a different path,
0: that his natural inquisitiveness could have have led him to be a good scientist. Someone should have seen him making those homemade fireworks and gone, this is a chemist. Right. Yeah, I think that's
2: what he's saying. Yeah. So, and I think his his advice, which is becoming a mentor to someone who's coming from a non-traditional point of entry into the sciences, is a really good okay. thing to tell scientists. Because what do sci- lots of us are guilty of this, right? It's not just scientists. Where like begets like, right? So you maybe you become oh, a mentor sure. to someone who's just like you. In reality, you should reach out to someone who didn't have the same privileges and you know, might end right, up right. going on YouTube and being convinced that the Earth is flat, because that's the only resource they have access to. I think, Oh God,
0: there's so much to unpack here. Okay, that's interesting. I feel like I was misinterpreting what he was saying, and what you're saying makes a lot more sense. Because I was like, yeah, no, you're not going to recruit Mark. He's He is too <laughs> far gone, right? Yeah. He's just going to argue with you the whole time, and you'll get nothing done. Right. But to sort of look at, like, the next generation.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you mentor. can reach those You're, people right. okay. and you can you know encourage them to cultivate their
0: natural curiosity in more productive ways also i think something someone brought this up on twitter that if you google you know a topic new york times has a paywall a lot of what you oh, might yeah. what my, lots of things you might think of as like your your left wing sources right are paywalled right-wing sources, Fox News, Nazi videos on YouTube, are not. Those are free. Interesting. And accessible. Very interesting. So if, if someone is just gonna look up a topic, it's more likely that they're gonna read free right-wing sources than paywalled left-wing sources. That's a really good point. And sort of steers people towards that information.
2: Right, and if we want to talk about a lack of education, we
0: need to talk about access to education. Also, library funding. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. School, apparently there's, like, a movement for schools to, like, not have libraries anymore. What the fuck? No. That's the last thing we need. Absolute words. Like, oh, no one has books anymore. Uh, please, 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 please give <sighs> people free access to information we're because otherwise doomed. they're just going to be watching videos by Mark Sargent about <laughs> how the Earth is flat because that's free. They're going to watch shitty
2: fucking photo montages of clip art with Mark Sargent's
0: voice in the background. Yes. Is that the, is that the information that you want people having access to? Uh, so we're I'm, fucking doomed. I'm assuming access to scientific journals is very expensive. I don't know. No, it is. You, you, you can't go on J
2: store. If you aren't in college, spending money you don't have, right? You don't. Right.
0: You you can't access those things. So people don't have access to lots of information that would be about how the Earth is round, but they do have access to all of these YouTube videos, right? And I think that is kind of part of the problem. Yeah, it's multifaceted for sure.
2: Okay, so next, okay, we're reaching the end, and we're all a little fatigued, all right? We're almost there. Yeah. So It's been been a long, hard road. Yeah. So the last part of the documentary is the Flat Earth Conference, and I didn't take a lot of notes, because honestly, not a lot happens.
0: I think that the the filmmakers thought it was going to be more dramatic in some way, but it's really just the same people getting together, and they're dressed up. It's kind of alarming how many people go to this conference, but... They're excited to be We're
2: already alarmed, so the bar is not high.
0: Yeah. The information... We've already gotten through all the theories and the key players. At this point, they're just all in one place.
2: Yep. So there is some drama from the anti-Mark Sargent camp days before uh, What's-His-Face, that Matt guy made a video saying that the Flat Earth Conference is not actually a Flat Earth Conference and is really some sort of military operation. And,
0: like, they were gonna... Whatever. It was, like, gonna trick people that were there, or they were gonna get arrested, or I don't even know. Somehow it was like, don't yeah. go there, because it's all a trap. But I don't understand what the trap did, but whatever.
2: Not, Not sure. Uh, Mark, we see his keynote speech, and he is fucking reveling in the spotlight. He's,
0: like, teary-eyed. He's he is... Uh, loving uh, it. Uh, he found... He found his thing that worked out for him. Yep. And unfortunately... It was about the Earth being flat.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I think we mentioned this earlier, but he talks to, he has, like, a and a and, like, there's this young child that comes up and asks a question about how high he thinks the dome is. And he's um, he's so happy that, like, the next generation is getting involved in flat also, Earth.
0: Also, did he fucking mention how tall he thought the dome was? Didn't hear it. He just keeps being like, hey, kid, how old are you? How are you here? Blah, 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 blah. Next question. Well, and the sad irony is he goes, shouldn't
2: you be in school right now? And the kid fucking skipped school to go to the Flat Earth Conference. His parents got him a fucking permission slip to leave school. To go
0: to the Flat Earth Conference. We are doomed. In some ways, I feel like I learned so little in school. Sorry, educators. I I feel like we learned about volcanoes three years in a row. (laughs) This is a big waste of everyone. I feel like we covered the Declaration of Independence nine times. I mean, these things are true. But also, it's like. Man, glad I wasn't skipping school to go to a Flat Earth conference. That's true. So we sort of next get like the documentary's
2: thesis, which we talked at length about in the beginning. Basically, scientists connect the dots from Flat Earth to denial of evolution to denial of climate change and the risk and implications of having a large part of the population that is easy to manipulate with misinformation and how that can have larger implications on, I don't know, the future of the human race. It doesn't matter, because... I mean, it seems like we're... stunned. done. The snowball's rolling down the hill, folks. We might as well... Um... Drink and fuck and be merry.
0: I don't know. I don't... Maybe that's... I mean, I don't understand denying climate change, either. No. And some people have a biblical thing for that, too. Yeah. Um... I sent Samantha a tweet earlier that I knew would really bother her, which was someone complaining about... So, little did you know, the Game of Thrones is really winter is coming is about climate change <laughs> yes it's an allegory for climate change uh it seems like i don't know like pretty obvious not like annoyingly obvious but also like not hard like to no, grasp
2: yeah no duh
0: yeah you don't really
2: need george r r martin to confirm
0: it well, to be oh like oh, by the way no. that's about climate. it's like oh this like horrible weather disaster that we've been ignoring and like whatever right it's it's it's, it's quite transparent yes yes so i sent Samantha, this tweet of this guy complaining about politics being brought into Game of Thrones as uh, if that was Please don't not... make
2: Game of Thrones political.
0: <laughs> you know, that show about...
2: Fucking point! You know, the, the whole the, time! The political fantasy
0: drama about a throne. <sighs> you know, that uh, thing uh, that yeah. you shouldn't make political. I, yeah. I yeah. don't like people bringing politics into
2: politics. <laughs> please don't make House of Cards political. Thank you. Yeah, like
0: come on, I yeah. It's that George W. Bush at some point was complaining that people wanted to bring the government into Medicare. It's that kind of yeah. It's like kind of, we've been doomed for a long time, <sighs> Jesus. Uh, well, if you made it to the end of this, congratulations. Yeah. I'm sure you now agree that the Earth is flat. Yeah, or
2: God. Join our Facebook.
0: Now group. that you're on the, now that you've at the end, we can all. Agree together. You know what? How much pizza so, is at Flat Earth meetups? Maybe I could thing be convinced flat to Flat Earthers is that they make this like oh. flat single with their. We didn't talk about talk <laughs> about the symbol where they they like go. Mm. It's almost like a dab with their arm, like flat. They, you know they look so
2: dumb posing for photos, doing that thing with their arm. So dumb.
0: So dumb uh it's that's probably lame. the coolest thing about them could you imagine
2: if like your dad was in some khakis and says i am so and so his name on the shirt and he's like posing with people doing the flatter the idea of my dad
0: being in I mean, the maybe flat not, not your dad specifically exploded my but brain
2: if you had a, a dad
0: who did that like I, if mark Sargent was your dad could you imagine oh, how embarrassed you would be by everything it's like, Dad, no, quit talking to everyone about flat Earth. Oh my god. No one cares, Dad. <laughs> this is like the version of like
2: like if you had a grandma or God forbid your parents who like handed out tracks. Do you know what a track is? No. It's like a it's like a Christian oh, like pamphlet. A pamphlet. Yeah, yes. it's like a pamphlet. For like Halloween or there's something. There's like a specific I don't know if it's like a, a brand name of tracks. I think it's like oh, the, the brand. or like Interesting. A, you know, it's a series. So I, track is like I'm sure that's other pamphlets, but tracks are, like, the famous one. Um, and I once dated a guy whose grandma was a little bit off for rocker, and she, every, <laughs> his mom had to take her grocery shopping all the time, and every time she would dread taking her grocery shopping because she would get in her little electric cart, and she would wheel on over to the Cosmopolitans and slip tracks inside of all of them. Oh, my God. I feel like
0: that's how you would feel if your dad was Mark Sargent. You're just like, I don't know them. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Someone in my neighborhood handed those out on Halloween for (laughs) trick-or-treating. Like, about how Halloween was actually about the devil. Right. And you were like, okay. Yep. Do you just want your house to be egged? I don't really understand (laughs) the game plan Are you
2: asking to get
0: forked? Yeah. Not in the good way? yeah. Uh, like, your lawn? <laughs> Where... Oh. So, the, I mean, it's not like I made the mistake of going to this house on a regular basis, obviously. You in the house gives you a pamphlet and you never Skip go there again. Skip over that one. But they they specifically were like, oh, what are you dressed as? And I was like, a druid. <laughs> the thing, your pamphlet. How old were you? I was like... 11, maybe? <laughs> just like the, It's like the end of, like, acceptable trick or treating right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should go as a druid because they made Halloween, right? <laughs> That's the most Halloween Halloween costume yeah. ever. And the person who was, for one, handing out pamphlets about how we were evil was like, what are you? And I was like, a druid? The thing your pamphlet's about? They
2: just splashed holy water on you and slammed the door? That was a cool costume. My it mom and was. I
0: made a wreath out of, like, willow branches and shellacked leaves. It's amazing. I know. It was pretty cool. Okay. Clearly I read some book that had druids in it and right. was like, I don't even it's remember which one. perfect Halloween costume. Yeah. It really is, actually. I was like, and I had like a, for some reason, like a black robe. <laughs> it was probably supposed to be for like Elvira or something. And I was like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> got my robe, got my crown of willow branches. I can go be a druid now. Amazing. Anyway. All right, well, thanks for listening, patrons. Thanks for your money. Yeah, thank you. Tell us now what we should make a track about and slip into things I like at the grocery store. feel like it would have to store. have something to do with aliens. Like... Or Mothman. Yeah, it should be we, about Mothman. We could, I would real. evangelize about Mothman. Actually, booty. that might be our conspiracy. That <laughs> we believe in. That we believe in Mothman. Maybe. That, that, is that it. our gateway conspiracy? Though Mothman? I, I don't know. I feel pretty content just believing in Mothman. Yeah, and, I don't really I need more. the, the alien alloys...
2: Yeah, I'm good. I don't need more.
0: I guess I don't... I I am so suspicious of authority that I really don't believe they have the power to orchestrate all these things. I feel like I'm at the same place. So it seems more likely to me that there's a Mothman than the government is organized or capable enough to, like, really pull anything off. Because they just... True. They're a bunch of jokers, right? True. Anyway, thanks (laughs) for your money. (laughs) We are using it to get a gyroscope. We're saving up. It's going to be a while. Oh, did you ever say what happens at the very end? Oh, I forgot. Oh, the very end. The big
2: reveal. It's like the biggest part of the di- So they do the laser experiment. And yeah. Liz, do you want to guess what it shows? Uh, Does the earth is flat?
0: No. Oh. It shows that the earth is round. It's just a guy like looking through the viewfinder or whatever the fuck you call it. To see the laser and then going like, huh, interesting. <laughs> and it's like him realizing that the experiment has proved that the earth is round. That's how it ends. Which is which is why we we're saying it's hypocritical in this documentary to be like, be nice, da da da. And then it just fucking dunks on them. <laughs> it really does. Because in the credits it's just like, yeah,
2: jump cut to like all of these like reactions online yeah. where they're trying to like explain away this this result that they got. Yeah. It's it's something.
0: There is a flat. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Get the word out there.